the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you. It's exciting to be with you today as we begin a brand new year, our first show on the Roger Franklin Williams Show of 2024. Um, I know always um, look forward to the month of January. It's always a wonderful time to an opportunity to start fresh, to start new, and to look ahead to new opportunities and new experiences and even start with a clean slate to a certain extent. So hope that your New Year's off to a good start already. And we have great guests for you today on the show, and we'll get right right into those right now. Before we go to our guest and introduce our guest, of course, I want to let you know that the Roger Frank and William Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And Christner's is where you'll find generous servings of prime beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old-school elegance and sophistication. Later in our show, we look forward to catching up. Actually, we've got three regular contributors to our show today as we kick off a brand-new year, and they'll be sharing things from a variety of different perspectives, both uh, political insights and and um, uh, thoughts and also um, business as well. Uh, later in our show, we look forward to being joined by our friend Vito Ferra, founder of Network Sound and Video, a little bit later, we'll look forward to speaking with Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. Right now, we're very pleased to be joined by Grant Malloy, clerk of court and comptroller for Seminole County. Grant, Happy New Year to you, and thanks for joining us today. Happy New Year, Roger. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. I always appreciate how you cover local politics and events. Yeah, thank you. And, yeah, it was, uh, of course, that was our original mission and you know, actually, in the last couple of years, I would say probably uh, generally speaking, post-COVID, we've uh, evolved to more national focus. That's just because, um, you know, I guess ironically, if you will, th- th- what's been happening at the national level um, ha- has affected us as individual citizens more so than any time in my lifetime. But, of course, the still core mission of our show is to cover local politics as well. And I think it's especially appropriate, as I was putting this, the, the show together today, uh, to have you and invite you to join me as guest. You know, you were our guest on our, our, our show launched. Our very first program was on December the 31st, 1997. And you were a guest and actually helped put that original program together. And I was thinking about that as I was thinking of, about the you know a, a new year arriving and um, on, on the 31st of December of this year. So it's great to have you joining us on the on the first show of a brand new year. 
And I, I remember that day, and, and uh, Ted Edwards was the other guest, as I recall. Uh, the uh, new, We were both newly elected uh, on different commissions. He was in Orange County. I was in Seminole. So yeah, those that boy that goes way back. You you you're a legend in Central Florida being around that long. Well, I was back in yeah my political consulting days, and you were a couple of guys that I had helped along the way, and um you know so it was it was great to kind of introduce you guys uh, as brand new commissioners and who had also had successful campaigns. Um, and exciting times back in the day, and exciting exciting day now. Now of course yep. uh, you've had a you've really really an outstanding career in public life, and you've. Uh, done kind of, you know, over the course of doing that, you served as a county commissioner in Seminole County for two terms. You got reelected um, after that first term. Then you stepped aside for a while and you uh, came back. You, um, you, um, you ran for election to the, the clerk of court's office in which you were, uh, were su- successful there and have been successfully reelected as well. But uh, you also went to pri- back to private life in the tradition of our founding fathers for a while, too. Uh, would you care to reflect a little bit on, on your efforts? I mean, what originally motivated you to want to serve as an elected official? And, you know, um, what has led you to the point where you are now as clerk of court and comptroller of Seminole County? Well, that's a great question. And, and what's always motivated me really comes down to to freedom. Uh, I was a small, a small business owner. I was listening to the radio. I heard Alan Keyes. Uh, get interviewed on NPR of all stations locally and went to see him at the Linkford Hotel uh, back in the old days before that, that's torn down. It's the Alphonse Hotel down at Winter Park now, but back then it was the Linkford. And he gave a speech about freedom, and it really resonated with me. And what is the role of government? And, and, and what is the role of the private individual? And every time government gets bigger, uh, you have less uh, that you can do, right? If government takes half your money out of your wallet, they've taken half your freedom. So there's a balance in there where government uh, should provide the services that you know we can't do as uh, individuals. But other than that, get out of the way. So that's always motivated me, and that got me to run. And then I've always been inspired by other people like Walter Williams or Thomas Sowell or uh, Arthur Brooks, you know, different uh, folks out there that uh, make, make me think. Dennis Prager, I'm a big fan of his. And just try to make a difference. I try to keep common sense going, and that's how I've approached the clerk's office. It's always just been about, you know, how can I make this office work best for the little guy? And I think that's what government and elected officials should focus on. It's not the, you know, big money that is important. It's, it's the little guy. How are we helping uh, society in general and and uh, serving people? A lot of a lot of politicians talk about public service. But what does that really mean? You know, is it is it serving them or is it serving the people? So here at the clerk's office, you can go to simulclerk.org. You see a lot of the great things we're doing. I think we got the best office in the state and are doing things nobody else is doing and are doing so with uh, smaller budgets and people, too, and, and better technology. I want to be the office where Chick-fil-A looks at us, Simulc County Clerk's Office, and says, wow, they got something going there. What, what can we learn from them to do a better job? No, thanks. Thanks for sharing. And one more um, question to follow that up. I, as, as I mentioned briefly, and I phrased it, uh, you know, in in the in the tradition of our founding fathers. After you actually served on the county commission uh, for uh, two terms for eight years, then you went back to mm-hmm. private life. Can you? Uh, and and then, of course, you know, some years later, chose to seek the position of clerk of court, in which you did successfully and were successfully reelected. 
as I mentioned, but how did that experience of going back to private life after having been an elected official, uh, did that influence um, your perspective any, and does it influence your perspective as the clerk of court, as an elected official again? Yeah, I I think I've always been rooted in, in trying to always see common sense and trying to understand, but I think, you know, I, let me put it this way. I never wanted to be in a position where I have to be a politician and be elected, whether it's my income or my, you know, ego depends on it. I just want to be able to serve and make a difference. So going back and working at my nursery, I have a, a greenhouse business. We grow tropical house plants. I did that for, you know, another 12 years. And uh, my son has taken that over. He runs the business now 100%. And that's been great to pass on that legacy. But I grew up in a small business. My dad had a small business. And I think you just have a different perspective. You you look at how do you solve problems? You know, how do you control spending? How do you get things done uh, wisely? And I think that mentality translates really well to public service. If you keep that mentality, you don't start thinking you're smarter than everybody else. But how do you how do you have government uh, do what it's supposed to do and, and then get out of the way and let people uh, live in, in freedom? So uh, I think coming from that private sector background, small business is just a great uh, um, worldview, you could say, when you, when you look at how government runs. Because I have this saying that government and common sense are like oil and water. You can put them in a blender, turn it on, and then uh, it'll start separating out again. It's just it, – it's – it can get very frustrating and looking at government and asking why are they doing it this way. But uh, that's a little, little background about myself, and I appreciate you, you, ask, you asking. I always try to stay rooted in common sense. You know, I think you really hit one of the cores of, of the, the fundamental problems that America has right now, and that is and it's human nature. I mean, you know, and I've observed this, you've observed it, we've talked about it a lot more off the air than we do on the air, but, you know, it, it's sadly amazing how many people do get elected, how many of those people are very sincerely motivated, and good old, uh, you know, common sense, uh, regular people are good old friends and neighbors, and, you know, how they're in office for a while, and they become part of the club, if you will, and I'm not just talking about Washington, I'm talking about every level of government, a city, local city council, even, you know, Um you know, and, and they, you know, to, to, I guess to phrase it as noxiously as I can, innocuously as I can, it's said uh, they lose touch, you know, mm-hmm. um, if, if not worse, you know, and, um, and when you, when you look at, and, you know, I think anybody that, that really observes Washington, even casually, and especially the people that have lived there and worked there, um, you know, that once somebody gets to Washington, it's all over, basically, in terms of being a real person. And then and, and that that includes the elected officials. That includes the congressmen and the senators. But when you think about, you know, the people that really run Washington, D.C. on a day to day basis weren't elected by anybody. You know, it's it's the administrative state. You know, it's it's uh, bureaucrats by the tens of thousands. So any, anyway, I think that's one of the fundamental problems that we we're dealing with now is that people that have the have legitimate political power, um, you know, become, uh, you know, unaccountable to the people. And it starts, unfortunately, with good people who get elected and then, you know, I guess get get um, indoctrinated uh, in, into the system once they and, and lose touch with what it's like to be a, a, you know, a regular uh, citizen again. Exactly. There was a, uh, a, a fellow wrote a book recently, Brian Class, K 
K-L-A-A-S, I think is how you spell it. And he points out that in, in, in to rise to the top of leadership in a corporate or political world, it helps if you have high levels of narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. He calls it the dark triad. And that's what you got to look out for, because those are dangerous characteristics in, in any type of leader. Is, is this really about them? Is this about them looking good, or is it about the people? And I see way too many people that run for office and then lose touch, like you're saying, and start to look down at people as not being that smart, and then they look at the government as the source of everything good. And, and that's not where you want to go, uh, with, in my opinion. You want to uh, reward people for hard work and create a, uh, a system of fair laws and and uh, and let people create things, not the government come through and be heavy-handed and think it's better than everybody else. And that just goes back to uh, to George Washington. You know, uh, one of the the fundamental things that he's known for, and uh, among you know numerous, too many to count, wonderful, outstanding qualities was he stepped away from power twice. He stepped away, he relinqu- relinquished his sword uh, as the commander-in-chief of the Continental Army once victory was won, uh, and returned. Uh, he, relin- he gave it back to civilian authority. And then once after he was drafted to be the president and served two terms, he stepped away from political power as well. And, and that was, I mean, that's literally one of the few times in human history <laughs> that anybody had, had ever relinquished that kind of power Voluntarily, but the reason I even bring that up is because it, you know, that it shows how powerful um, a drug, if you will, for human nature uh, is to have, uh, you know, just a little bit of power, or a little bit of a celebrity or recognition. So, anyway, that's one of the fundamental problems we got. You've done a great job of of of, of keeping in that George Washington tradition. Thank you for sharing your perspective from it. Just one quick thing before we go, and we're actually a little bit over this segment, but. I'm going to be talking more about an idea that I had several years ago before COVID, and and it, it, it was motivated by this exact phenomenon in that, you know, in this age of computers and Zoom meetings and, um, you know, worldwide communication view the, via the Internet and via computer, there's no reason for all of our elect, uh, congressmen and senators to be in Washington. There's no reason at all for them to be there. They ought to be back home. Whatever business they need to conduct in Washington can now be done via Zoom, via computer, via email. And and, and that's one that's one thing that I really would like this initiative I would get to, like to get started is a constitutional amendment to to keep our, uh, our federal elected officials, congressmen and senators home in their districts and and not let, and not keep send them back to Washington where they are, are so easily corrupted. By the swamp. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea, Roger, uh, and, and maybe expand it uh, back to the re- regular representation you know, instead of it getting capped at 435. But uh, those are great ideas. Hey, I'll throw up my website, grantmalloy.com, M-A-L-O-Y.com. I am collecting petitions uh, to run for re-election. Sure, would love to have people's support. You can download one, sign it if you live in Simmel County, and just mail it in. Appreciate it. Thanks for sharing that. We look forward to having you back again soon to talk more about, about that topic. Thanks, Roger. Friends, Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we look forward to being joined by Derek Hicks, President of Thompson Jewelers on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends. 
Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today, right here on the first Sunday of a brand new year. And this is our first program of a brand new year. Excited to be sharing it with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, as I mentioned briefly before, the uh, January is always a particularly exciting time for me. I always love this opportunity to start with a fresh slate, uh, look look forward to new goals, new new um, experiences, and I hope that your new year is off to a great start. We have, as I mentioned before, a great lineup of guests, all three regular contributors. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Grant Malloy, Comptroller and Clerk of Court for Seminole County. A little bit later, we look forward to catching up with our friend Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. In just a minute, we'll be joined by Derek Hicks, President of Thompson Jewelers and regular contributor to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Before we go back to Derek, of course, I want to remind you once again that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Also, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Miller's Sod Sales. The great people at the small family-owned business of Miller's Sod Sales take great pride in their clean, well-maintained equipment, their exceptional level of service, and their concern and care for their wonderful customers, and of course, their fresh quality sod. As we begin a brand new year, plan to let Miller Sod Sales green up your life in 2024. You can find out more about them at John Miller Trucking and Sod Sales dot com. That's John Miller Trucking and Sod Sales dot com. Miller Sod Sales, family owned and operated since 1995. Now let's go to Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. Derek, Happy New Year to you. And it's uh, great. Uh, and I'm excited about having you join us here in our first show of the brand new year. Yeah, well, glad to be here, Roger. Happy New Year to you and all the audience. Uh, just excited about the new year. You know, um, you kind of, as we talked about briefly, I'd love to have you just share what, anything that you feel that's uh, you led to share with our, with our listeners today. I know that one particular topic that you were instrumental in, in helping us share on our show in 2023 was g- tremendous background about the conflict in the Middle East and the most recent uh, you know, terror attacks, violence, war even now, between uh, attacks by Hamas, terrorist attacks by Hamas, um, the pushback by Israel, and a lot of the background uh, and, and information, historical information about that situation. Um, you're, you're welcome to address that situation um, as it stands now, if you'd like, or, or, or share anything else you'd like to. Well, again, yes, Roger, we talked about on the show, we came on right away, when all that happened on October the 7th, and uh, we said how everyone would come out first saying they're going to support Israel, and they're behind Israel 100%. But you can see how that's uh, already eroded. Remember, me and me, you both mentioned how that would probably happen, and it has happened. So I guess it's uh, just time for us to remember that Israel is the good guy and uh, to keep supporting them whatever way we can and to keep speaking out for them, uh, you know, against evil, against terrorism is what they're standing against. So, uh, yes, important part. And then as we go to the new year, I know we speak a lot on this program. It's a passion of mine that everyone uh, is informed, an informed patriot, as we call them. Uh, And most of your listeners are informed, by the way. I know if I talk to a lot of them coming to the store here, and so many of them, they know what's going on. They're informed. The founders would be proud of your audience. The problem is we all have is we have to speak out, especially in an election year, to our friends, neighbors, family members about what America is. 
and uh, about the ideas of America. And we can't be silent. And I know I've uh, made it my point to do it even more. Matter of fact, I'll be uh, speaking in uh, Melbourne at Truth Fest at the end of the month uh, to talk about the uh, founders a little bit. So it's important. I think uh, we have New Year's resolutions, most of us, or some type of resolution for the new year. It's important that each one of us, since your audience is so informed, to tell their friends, neighbors, family members uh, the importance of voting and who you should vote for and why you should vote for them. So I just wanted to put that out there to start the new year. You know, I, I'm so glad you did. You know, I, I've got a smile on my face because that was going to be the next question I was going to ask you was to yeah, share to share ab- about that mission because you have, are a living example of what we all need to do, what what I encourage our listeners to do, and what I encourage myself to do, and personally, I need to do a much better job of it. But we all the first step is acknowledging what we need to do, the task at hand, and I think. What you just mentioned is, is is the most crucial thing that any of us can do going into a president, uh, any kind of an election year or, 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 or even a non-election year, just daily life in America. But especially in a presidential election year, we need to not, um, you know, um, hide our political feelings and our knowledge, frankly, of the Constitution and what freedom's all about, the history of the founding of America. Uh, we need to not hide that under a bushel. We need to share it with others, and we need to especially share it with others that, that might not know. And, and, and there's a lot of people like that in, in, in each one of our lives. So that, that's going to be my number one theme um, uh, you know, for this year. Of course, that was one of the founding missions of the show, but I'm going to redouble my efforts personally to do that uh, both on and off the air. But that's I think that's going to be the core to our salvation uh, and the preservation of America's founded is each one of us taking the initiative to to just inform one person. If that's all you can do, inform one other person or talk about the, these things with one other person. And many of us can do more than, talk, you know, more than talk to one person. We can talk to a lot of people. But anyway, uh, thank you for, for, th- for that perspective. And as I've observed and as you've shared, uh, you, you, li- you live that philosophy every day. And again, that's uh, important for all of us to do that. And I think if we all do that, then we'll save, as the, uh, one of the founders said, that the sacred light uh, flame of liberty will not be distinguished. And so that's important. It's up to us. And to do that, because, uh, you know, I think of John Adams. I know we uh, both like John Adams. And he said that, uh, that, if, that if we didn't do that, if we didn't pass on the, the founders with their ideas and, the, and what was so important about the founding of this country, if we didn't pass that on to the next generation, he said he would look down from heaven and regret that he sacrificed so much for this country. So... Uh, I guess he was a Christian, so he was so positive he was going to be in heaven. So uh, anyway, but I thought that was a great thing. I don't want John Adams looking down and said, Derek, you could have done more. You could have spoken out. And I, and how many of the great pre- Reagan, President Reagan, always in his you know last farewell address, also reminded us that when we were at the dinner table, we got to tell what it is to be an American, tell it to our children and, and grandchildren. And in today, Roger, I think – None of us realize the difference, or maybe we do, that what our children, especially grandchildren, are learning, they're learning that America is a bad country. This is in the public schools around most of the country now. So 
we have to speak out and tell the truth and know what we believe and why we believe and be able to back it up so we can talk about it. No, that and that's another core element. And another thing that I personally want to emphasize, and I emphasize it to myself, is that you know, and, and I think you know, well speaking only for myself, but I'm sure other people um, you know w- w- see it the same way uh, w- w- about themselves as well. We have a blessing, you know, here with with our stations, you know, owned by Salem Media Group and Salem Orlando, and the wonderful programs we have here on our stations: Dennis Prager, you know, Mike Gallagher, Charlie Kirk, the local programs like Chris Hart and the Adversaries, and um, and and so many others, Carl Jackson. Um, but we're kind of in a little little bit of a bubble, you know. I mean, you know, if if if, if speaking only for myself, you know. Um, but I know others are like me. If if we're you know listening to Salem Media Group uh, FM ninety four point nine and and uh, WTLN on the radio, we're we're watching Fox News. We're reading some conservative commentators or conservative books, uh, historical books like you and I do. Uh, we can easily fall into a, a vacuum that way and, and not realize that, that that's not representative of of most the majority of Americans anymore. Frankly, exactly, Roger. Because we I think take for granted. That, that most people know, and your audience, again, probably well-informed audience out there listening right now, they know their stuff. Because like I said, I've talked to them here at the store before. But most people are not informed. So that's why it's so important for us to talk about it. And we can do it, and we've mentioned before, in a good and a kind-hearted way. We don't have to be abusive and, and everything in our talk. But we can talk it. If you do it in a positive way, you'd be surprised how many people, uh, you know, I always – Use one of the founders and what they believe. A lot of times said, oh, this founder said this and believed this. And you'd be surprised when you talk about like George Washington or somebody, most of middle-aged and older people still have great admiration and respect for the founders. That, that's a great point. And, and we've got time for probably one, for one more question, and I want to follow that up uh, with a practical question. And can you take the next step and maybe share with us a little bit about how, how you personally approach it with other people? Because, in, and I'm speaking specifically myself, I, I get timid. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of people I should be talking more about this with. Um, I've got, you know, a, a, a lot of very close friends that, you know, probably aren't, aren't aware of, of the, of the wonderful history of America and may even have the, uh, you know, in probably even being influenced by the mainstream media, uh, with the wrong perspective. So what, what, what are some you know, the basic ways that, that you would suggest that we do? Well, the best thing is you try to find commonality or common ground. If I'm talking to somebody, uh, again, say they're a Democrat and I'll start talking to them about, as me and you talk a lot, how much we admire John F. Kennedy. And I mentioned how that he believed, remember, our rights don't descend from the generosity of state, but from the hand of God. And when you start talking about that and seeing a positive way about a Democrat and their Democrat, they're usually very much more open to, wow, okay, yeah. And they start listening to you. You go back and forth that way versus just attacking how much you hate somebody or whatever. That usually doesn't work. So anyway, that's how I do it. And 90 percent of the time it works out well. Thank you for sharing that great wisdom, and, and I will share with our listeners that you've done a phenomenal job starting at home, because I know both of your sons, Broderick and Sterling, and they are just absolutely uh, fine Americans and fine young Christian men. Oh, well, I appreciate that. And again, uh, if anything we can help you with at Thompson Jewelers, we're here for you. If you're, you need to sell some gold and get some money with all your Christmas bills, we're here for you for that, too. 
Thank you so much, and thank you for the great way you serve all of our customers and all of our listeners here um, at Thompson Jewelers. And, great. And for nice your support. You, Roger. Awesome. Awesome job. Happy New Year, friends. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll speak to another regular contributor of the Roger Franklin Williams Show on our very special New Year's edition, Vito Fera of Network Sound and Video. So please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I'm excited about the start of a brand new year. Of course, January, especially early January, is always an exciting time. It's a time to start with a fresh slate, time to establish new goals, new objectives, to start fresh anew. And uh, it's excited about the show today, and I'm glad that excited that about you joining us and sharing it with you. As you're hearing, we have great guests. Three regular contributors of our program are joining us on our special New Year's first show of the year edition. Earlier, Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court, Seminole County, and Comptroller. Just recently, Derek Hicks, Thompson Jewelers, and now Vito Fira, founder of Network Sound and Video. And let me share with you, before we go to Vito, of course, I want to talk about starting a new year off right uh, one of my resolutions is to take better care of my car in the new year. Fortunately, I've got somebody that can help me do that, and that's my friends Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos over at Sheeler Auto Repair. They can help you, too, and they can help members of your family. The first thing I want you to know about Sheeler Auto Repair is you can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. I've been taking my car there. I, that's where I take my car, and I've been taking it there for over 21 years. In fact, my father is the one that introduced me to them. They know what they're doing, and they will always take uh, give you top-level service for a fair price. You can find out find them at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. That's 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka, Sheeler Auto Repair. And please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Also a great time to give a shout-out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions, of course, Florida Door Solutions supports our program and every program you hear right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Now, let's go to Vito of Network Sound and Video. Happy New Year to you, Vito, and I'm excited about having you join us on our very first program of the year. Happy New Year, Roger, to all your listeners out there, and your, you guys over there have been fantastic, and this is going to be another fantastic year, 2024. Amazing, right? Yeah, and I um, let me just say I enjoyed seeing you at, at, um, at the American Adversaries Christmas Party in December, and I'll share with our listeners, and I'm sure this will not be a surprise to our listeners, but Vito was the best-dressed man there at the party, and there were a lot of people there. <laughs> that's funny. And I've got, to, you go ahead. I was just going to say, that, that's funny. Everybody looked great, spectacular, and it was a fantastic Christmas party, too, and it was good to see you there, too. And I've, I've got the pictures to prove it, even. <laughs> <laughs> and And... You know, and having, you know, this being our first program of the year, I do want to mention Christmas, though, once again. I'm still working on my Christmas list, believe it or not. And the reason I even bring that up is because 
Vito is helping me. I was over at uh, Network Town and Video yesterday, and and Vito was giving me some some tremendous uh, help on some gifts I've still yet to deliver. So, um, yeah, that's one thing I want to emphasize that Vito Fira and Network Town and Video can help you with not only your personal needs but any gifts you have. Three, not just at Christmas time, not just at special occasion time, but three hundred and sixty-five days a year. That's right, Roger. It was great doing that work for you and it's really cool to be able to uh to to see your contacts and to put things together like that especially especially when you know you, when you can take a something that's um uh, maybe sound from the airways and put it into something visual and something tangible that people can hold on to so that's what we did we took that project for you and made it into a really really neat package that uh, you're going to include as a, as a Christmas gift. So that's, yeah, like you say, it doesn't even have to be any any special time of year. But in, in your case, it's usually sporting events. I mean, every kind of sporting event is possible. It comes through here, and uh, and you've done so many with us, and it's always a pleasure doing it. Plus, it's just, just great to watch, whether it's a, something that's done just now and in recent times, or as you you know, we've brought films back from the 60s and 70s and 80s. And I had a gentleman come in just this week. I may have told you or your listeners before, he had his old, old football tapes from 1977. They're on VHS tape. And he said, I've got to show these to my son because, once again, they don't believe he ever played football, and there's no way for him to prove it. So he's like, he's laughing. He says, I'm going to have a DVD and a flash drive of this project, and my son will see that I actually played football, and there I am, number 87. He was pointing it on the screen, you know. So it was too much fun, and and, uh, and that's the kind of stuff that we get in here. And people are going out the door. You know, we're working with them, and they're thanking us, which is really a blessing. I said, don't thank us. Thank the Lord. He put the stuff here, and it's, it's his business. We just run it for him, do the absolute best that we possibly can. So it's always fun to work with you, and especially all the sports people out there that bring all this stuff into us. And uh, we recollect and renew and, and restore all those old, old uh, memories. Friends, it's great to be, be with you on our very first program of the year on the Roger Frank and Williams show. Right now we're speaking with Vito of Network Sound and Video. Before we go back to Vito, of course, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. As we begin a new year, I want you to remind you that Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair is your one stop is our one stop headquarters for all of our lawn and garden needs, and they sell only the best outdoor power equipment products and lawn mowers. So with the spring right around the corner, not too far away, especially here in Florida, I want you to know about Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair, and uh, you can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best. And they fix the rest. Now back to Vito of Network Sound and Video. And now, now that we are into the new year, Vito, let's talk about some opportunities uh, on the immediate horizon. And uh, one that stands out uh, quickly is Valentine's Day is not too far away. That's right. It's on its way in here, and we're already putting things together. As a matter of fact, about not much more than 30 minutes ago, a gentleman picked up his wedding video that he's going to surprise his wife with. And, and bring that wedding video home to her. We put in a really, really nice-looking case with a, with wedding pictures and things like that and on a DVD, and now he's going to surprise her for the wedding, so for their anniversary. So that's really 
a great thing. And they can be the hero. Hey, guys, you can be the hero, you know. And you can find the old wedding videos. Even if it's engagement parties or anything, it just be maybe uh, just a, an occasion that they wanted to bring back to, to life to, so, to show the, the family. I mean, it's a great gift for anybody at all times. And this, this past Christmas, Roger, I have to tell you, this was the busiest Christmas we have ever had. I mean, here we are, we've got weeks and weeks of, of leftovers that we still have to do. We, we gave people parcels and stuff, and they were thrilled. A gentleman picked up last night around 5 o'clock, and uh, he had picked up his partial. When I say partial, I'm talking like 16 or 32 videos, <laughs> and he still had a whole bunch. But he came in to pick up the balance. He says they watched those things all through Christmas season with his kids, and they said the daughters just loved it. And it was because they're watching themselves when they're three, four, five years old. You know, it's, what could be more fun than that? And seeing the Christmas presents that they opened up on videos and everything. So they are now just picking up their their balances. And let me tell you this: we we got another job just today. When it was one of those ones where you know we had to have help bringing in all the tubs. There were like six cases of pictures and slides and negatives and every imaginable format in these things and people tell us the same thing this last week and the week and in this uh the week between christmas and new year's people must have the cleanest houses and garages in the world because this is where they find this stuff and they're coming and say i gotta get this stuff transferred so they're bringing all these things it takes like two people to carry them in and they go out the door with a little tiny flash drive or a hard drive and they're just amazed at this. But it's like I said, they're cleaning houses, they're cleaning attics, they're cleaning the garages. So this area must have the cleanest places in the world by the time they get all these homes cleaned and, and moved out. Their kids are going back to school, so they're cleaning their rooms and everything. It's a blast. And they tell us the same thing when they come in. You, you know, yeah, we, we've been passing this place for years. We're finally getting this off the bucket list. So that's what we've been doing. And it's just, it, it's just wonderful to put all this stuff in something that's now shareable. I mean, they had the only picture, the only slide, the only negative in the whole world, you know, and then now they're shareable. You can put them on Facebook and Instagram and Google Drive and upload, download, sideload, whatever you want to do with them. But to bring these things back and being able to share them, that's the most important part of it. Friends, we're speaking with Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video, regular contributor on our first program of the year on the Roger Frank and Williams Show, and we're so happy that you were joining us. Well, Vito, we've got time for one more question, and it's related to exactly what you were talking about. And it's just, a, I want to make a point and then, you know, um, give it over to you. As you were talking about the spring cleaning and cleaning up after after the Christmas holidays and all that, I, I, I thought of something that I want to emphasize to our listeners is is the magnitude of, of I don't think a lot of people really realize the, how dramatically you can help them reduce their precious memories from these boxes and boxes and crates and crates to just literally just a thumb drive, just a little flash drive you could literally carry in your pocket um, or, or, or some uh, CDs you could put in a small box or DVDs you could put in a small box. You know, I know you work with it every day, so you you know everything there is to know about uh, about this kind of technology. But I think a lot of people um, w- would be surprised or even shocked to to realize how dramatically you can reduce what they've got and preserve it. So can, can you talk about that? Because I, I talk to people all the time, you know, this whole downsizing thing, it's, that's kind of a thing in our society and uh, today. And, and sometimes it causes conflict because even in marriages or, you know, somebody, you know, one, one partner wants everything, you know, need as a, a, a pen and clean as a whistle. And the other partner has uh, boxes and boxes of, 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 of precious memories. They don't want to get rid of. 
that's exactly right, and it's a twofold process too. Because once we take these big, bulky items that were pictures, and we get pictures in frames, I tell them if they bring their pictures in and they can't get them out of the frames because they might be stuck or something like that, bring them in. We take them out of the frames. We just got one in this morning, and this is a picture from the 1800s of this guy's great great grandfather, which we're going to scan and put that into digital format. So you get these. These items in that these people have, like I said, they're the only ones in the whole world. Now they're able to be now they're able to be shared. But another main point is, if you had all these boxes and it took two trips to get them out of a car and into our office, right? Could you imagine if there was a fire or a flood or a leak in the house or something like that, uh, something maybe catastrophic, and they had to run out and try to grab all their valuables, all their pictures could have been destroyed. They could have this in their pocket or their purse a flash drive, for instance, or a tiny little three-inch by three-inch hard drive and get out and then save all that. So that's the second thing that they love doing because they're not just smaller. They can share them, but they also know that they have a safety program going on and that they've, they've gotten that so they can never have to worry about that again. Keep it handy. Keep it right with them so they can exit if they had to and make sure that they save all these priceless, you know, irreplaceable memories. You do great work, and thank you for being here to share about it. Vito Fira, founder of Network Sound and Video, and of course they're easy to find. They're on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood in the Big Tree uh, business area. You can also call them at 407-834-8555 or find them online anytime at NetworkSoundandVideo.com. Thank you, Vito. Thank you, Roger. Happy New Year to you and everybody out there listening, and may God bless you all. Happy 2024. Friends, we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. Hope you're enjoying the program. Right now, we're pleased to be joined by a regular contributor to the Roger Franklin Williams Show and a major sponsor of our stations here at FM 94.9 and AM 950, The Answer. Sean Flanagan, founder and owner of Seabreeze Pools. And of course, as you've come to know, Seabreeze Pools is the top-rated pool service, maintenance, and remodeling company in Central Florida. They're licensed, insured, reliable, and affordable. Well, Sean, it's great to have you back. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you, Roger. Great to be here. Of course, friends, as you're coming to know, Sean's a regular contributor to our show, and he uh, joins us on a frequent basis to talk about the things that we pool owners can be doing to maintain their pools, keep them in tip-top shape, also uh, you know, if, if pools need to re- be repaired, both minor and in terms of major repairs, Seabreeze Pools can, of course, take care of that. And they're also the number, your, your number one choice for remodels as well, pool remodels as well. And, you know, Sean, one of the things that we always like to talk to, I'm always fascinated by people who've been successful in business, especially people who started their own business. And you're one of those people. Can you, and as, as we said before, Seabreeze Pools was founded in 2007 by you. And can you just talk about, first of all, the circumstances that led you to, first of all, want to start your own business, 
and secondly, why you chose the pool uh, service business? Um, I, I was always passionate to try to make things better, I guess you could say. Um, so I've worked at some great places that um, have been some really good places to work at. I've worked at some not-so-great places, maybe more of the ones that you wish you could improve some things and you didn't have those, um, you know, you weren't the big decision-maker or the owner of the company or those types of things. So um, I always thought, you know, hey, there's there's a need for, you know, good service, good reliable companies, and, you know, um, creating an environment where you can have a good team of people and take good care of them. So, I mean, to me, that probably motivates me more every day is knowing that, you know, you can be making a difference and it's, there's a rewarding factor to that. And can you talk about, you know, how many employees do you have and and just, you know, you know so, so the, the, the work that you do? Sure. We have eight to ten employees in, um, you know, with Seabreeze. We also have, um, you know, contractors that we work with. But a lot of these contractors I've worked with for, you know, even more than ten years. Um, so they're they're like family, too. Um, you know, these are guys I communicate with regularly, talk to regularly. Um, you know, sometimes we get time, we grab a lunch or those types of things. Um, but we've got, you know, a great team, great staff. And, you know, not only I'm a veteran, but um, we've got folks on the team that are veterans as well, too, that are, you know, passionate about a country, passionate about those values. And, you know, just like you have an American flag, we have an American flag that we look at every day, too, um, that we have at our, our, our shop. Thank you for sharing. And um, you def- and I guess one thing I want to kind of pick up on and comment on and elaborate on a little bit is that, you know, and I, I'm sure most of our listeners um, are aware of this, is that from my perspective, you know, the real heroes, some of the, the biggest heroes in our society in America are the small business people. Because you're at the work that you're doing, uh, first of all, just serving a need, you know, feeling a need that people yes, have uh, in their lives and in the economy absolutely. is huge. But then also uh, employing people and, and making sure that other people can, can be productive, uh, you know, and, and have a, 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 you know, a lifestyle that uh, results from their, from their hard work. Yeah. You know, what, Roger, as you're saying that, you know, is a good point is that we do a lot of work for um, busy professionals, but there's also a lot of the, um, you know, folks that are a retirement stage or elderly or those. And sometimes we see those people that are, um, you know, some customers come to mind that I've known for probably 15 years um, that are, you know, closer to their end of their lifespan. You know, unfortunately we have customers that, you know, each year that have gone to, you know, pass on, but um, being able to take care of, you know, some of those people that aren't able to even do that stuff physically for themselves and uh, taking care of them well. And sometimes we end up getting to know their other family members because sometimes they have to come in and, you know, um, assist them with some of their, um, you know, their regular everyday everyday things. But, um, you know, taking care of some of the elderly, like, hey, like their family, you know, that's important too. No, absolutely. And, you know, the, um, the thing about freedom living in a free society, and then I know that most generations of Americans, you know, understood this explicitly. Um, I, some, I uh, sadly, I, you know, I don't think that might be the case in, in America today with certain, you know, for lack of a better term, younger generations, you know, as well as older generations, but um, that don't really, um, really grasp, first of all, the importance of the liberty that we have, and then also aren't, aren't really aware of, of, you know, the things that make it, you know, sustain it yes absolutely and and but one of those things is i think one of the premises 
of a free society, and all the founders knew this, was you know, people being self-motivated, taking the initiative, you know, yeah. people being self-reliant, Absolutely. You know, not sitting around waiting, well, yes. how am I going to get, who's going to give me money or, or whatever. People just uh, to take the initiative to, to take the, 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 the skills that they have um, and, in, and the freedom that they have to, to go out and, and, and be self-sustaining. Self, uh, yes, absolutely. You know, you know, I think about where did my values come from? Obviously, my parents, they raised me right, raised me well, but I have two, my grandparents, both my grandfathers were World War II veterans, and a lot of those values that you talk about, Roger, they were instilled in me. And those are, by culture, we're very selective on who we bring on. Um, and and by nature and by culture, we're able to help instill some of those values into the next generation. So we've got, you know, they're hard to find, but they're out there. People that are willing to listen, willing to learn, hungry, humble, and smart that want to grow with us. And those, those are folks that we hire and those are the ones that we kind of sow into and to help instill those values and pass that on to the next generation. So that that's in itself rewarding is not only somebody's done that for me, but we're able to do that for the next generation as well. Absolutely. And the word that I was struggling to find there was self-reliant. Yes. Know, we're based one of the fundamental yes. premises of our freedom or any free society. And there haven't been too many of them in the history of the world um, is is self-reliance. People that have a spirit of self-reliance. Yeah. Well, nothing's free in this world. You do have to work for it, you know, um, and there's a value to doing that, you know, working for it and earning earning that. And um you know, um, kind of help some of the guys help give them some direction on some things to work for and some skills to excel in. And then, you know, there's a reward to that. There's a value to that when you've earned something, when you've worked for something. Friends, we're speaking with Sean Flanagan. He's, of course, a sponsor of our stations. He sponsors a popular Blue Daughter football and a popular Blue Daughter sports on our stations. And also he's a major sponsor of FM. Our station, the work that we do at FM 94.9 and AM 950, the answer and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. And as you, um, if you're, as, as our listeners, you know, I'm sure would not be surprised to know, based on our conversation, that Seabreeze Pools is the top rated pool service, maintenance, and remodeling company in Central Florida. They're licensed, insured, reliable, and affordable. And Sean, in you know, the few minutes we have left, you 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 know, I'm aware of, and, and you that you are a United States military veteran, veteran of the yes. Navy. Um, I want to thank you uh, personally for your service and sacrifice to defend my freedom and security, and the freedom and security of the United States of America. Thank you, Roger. Appreciate that. And can you just talk a little bit about uh, you know your your background and, and your service sure. in the United States Navy? So I was served in the U.S. Navy. Um, I was stationed at the on the U.S. Enterprise, and actually my job was aviation ordnance. So my job was to build uh, build and assemble bombs and send them up to the uh, flight deck where they go on the aircraft. That's a very important yeah <laughs> important job. And and can you also talk about you'd mentioned both of your grandfathers were. were World yes. War II veterans, yes. can you talk about that? So my grandfather um, on one side was actually a Navy veteran. Um, he had some sort of award where he had saved somebody out, actually out at sea um, in the water. Um, I don't know the exact details because some of those, you know, veterans don't like to always share those uh, stories. They're proud of it, but they just don't usually share them. Um, my other grandfather was an Army uh, veteran, and he served in the World War II as well. 
Um, no, it's a wonderful legacy of, of service to to our country. Um, and then just one more thing, more of a, anything else you'd like to share with us t- today, Deshaun? Um, no, other than, hey, you know, it's great to be around some folks that love our country, love the values that it was founded on, and that um, that together we need to we need to um, not give up on that hope that um, those values can be spread to our next generation, and we need to do that more than ever in today's day and age. The wonderful message, wonderful message, and I agree 100%, and I'll just add briefly to it. Um, and, and, you know, as, as our listeners know, and sometimes I do have a tendency to, I mean, maybe get a little bit discouraged or, or see the see the glass as half uh, empty instead of half full, you know, just because of the, the news that we see and hear every day. But you made a great point and, and your great truth and great wisdom in what Sean just said is that when they stop and you take a hard look at the Revolutionary War period, and, and I, st- you know, I read about that yeah, every week, it was really a minority of patriots. Yes, it was only about absolutely. 30% of the people yep. were, were patriots absolutely. that wanted the revolution. So if they can do it, we can make the change today. Yeah, I think that's something we can definitely take heart of. And I would say even today, um, in today's world, even though it might uh, appear uh, you know, bleak for, for some, sometimes for some of us, including myself, um, I would suspect we have a higher percentage of patriots, if you will, than, than they even had back in mid-1770s, actually. Yes, quite possibly, quite possibly. So yeah, the work that all of us do is important to do in our own sphere of influence, to do whatever we can to help preserve and advance our freedom and our, our God-given freedom and and liberty, our constitutional God-given freedom and liberty. And as you've heard, Sean Flanagan's doing that in a variety of ways, and specifically with his business, Seabreeze Pools. Friends, thank you for joining us on the Roger Franklin Room Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.